Hello, my name's James Pikeway, and this is the Nightline Podcast. If you're interested in cars, car repair, music, fitness, technology, and more, this is the podcast for you. Interested in more of what's going on at Dubai Eye? Go to DubaiEye1038.com and search out our podcasts and blogs. Want to get in touch with me? Nightline at DubaiEye1038.ae. Enjoy the show. This week it's fixing you, and I'm really excited because for at least 10 years, I've been saying, I got to sit down with this guy and we got to have a conversation. And we've been running into each other back and forth here at the Arabian Radio Network. And I think we have managed to talk to each other for about three minutes at a time, maybe once or twice a year. Mr. Chris Fade joining us in the Nightline studio. Welcome. Thank you very much. This is beautiful. <laughs> This moment has—we've been waiting to do this for a while, and we had the only time we we both managed to get together is we said, okay, we've got to do it whilst we're working together. Exactly. So this is good. I, I'm I'm on the other side. I'm usually over there at Virgin Radio. Does it, it feel odd being the person who's being spoken to? You're sitting down. You you don't have to do the board, and it's it, it is totally different to be on the other side of uh, of radio. This is weird, and it's it, a completely different hour of the day. I'm usually I'm usually getting into bed. I see I see the feed. Yeah, I'm I'm usually getting to bed. This is this is unusual. So, uh, but thank you for having me, man. It's an honor to be here, and thank you so much. Well, look, I'm, I didn't just invite you over because you're in the studio just down the down the hall. I invited you also to come in because when we start talking about keeping your mind in order, keeping your body in order, keeping your health in order, yep. you're someone who has gone through the gamut. You've you've done these things, and what we love to do on this show is get folks in to share their stories and get folks to call in and say, okay, this is what I'm doing. What do you think? Because yep. you've you've gone through it. Yeah, I mean, the, my health journey has been all over the place, but... Um, in fact, we were talking about it coming into the studio. We were talking about some fitness stuff. Exactly. And I don't think you ever... I think if you're into fitness and you're into health, you're, you're never there. Yeah. You're never done. You're yeah. always trying to achieve something. And uh, for me, I moved to Dubai, uh, what, 10 years ago. Well, I wanted to ask you about that because there yeah. you were in Sydney. Yep. Things were going pretty good. I was working on radio in Sydney yeah. after doing a bunch of other jobs, not knowing where I, what I and wanted you, you to do. You started marketing, right? I started... Well, the way I got, yeah, I, I started in marketing. I was doing marketing and sales. I was washing cars. I was working, selling clothes and, and making coffee for years. And then finally, I, I, I got a gig on the radio, but I was just basically driving their radio promotional cars around, right? Okay. And I did that for nearly two years, got paid absolutely nothing, but yeah. was living the life. I was 21 years old, you know, earning a little bit of cash, but I was driving the radio cars around. Yeah. And then eventually I worked my way in and realized that I do like radio and I wanted to try it out. And Is this 95 in Sydney? Uh, yeah. No. No, no. No. As in the year? No, no. The, the station. 96.1. 96.1. Um, and then eventually after probably hounding and, and hustling for about <laughs> four years, they gave me a gig. Yeah. And I was doing a, a really late night show and then worked my way up into the afternoons and then did mornings, did that for about four or five years in Sydney. And then an opportunity, I got a call from a guy saying... Hey, we're opening up a radio station in uh, in Dubai or Kuala Lumpur. Which would? What do you think? <laughs> it's like a coin toss. It was, and then I'm my my parents are Lebanese, so it's a no brainer. And I thought, you know what, Dubai, you know, yeah. four four hours, three hours away from Lebanon, I go, you know, look, come here, learn Arabic. Never happened. Um, and let, hey, let's I, take I it. I teach at an Arabic university. All my students are Emirati. Yeah, and they eighteen years. Yeah. 
And when I speak Arabic, yeah. they look at me and they go, I have no idea what you're saying. I say, but it sounds perfect to me. <laughs> it sounds like I'm saying it, right? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, and, and I, I don't say that. I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because it's sad. hundred percent. I, I find it so hard. No, I feel, language. I'm with you. I'm, I mean, I, I, I can understand yeah. Lebanese sort of dialect, the Arabic, but um, I, I wanted to learn more being here, but unfortunately... Yeah. Uh, I guess I haven't taken the time, and it's my it's my fault. It's not that I, sh- I should be doing it. Um, there is and- lesson number one though from the show. We're gonna have lessons tonight, so there's gonna be a quiz. Lesson number one. Okay. You've already you've already brought this up with yeah. how you've sort of worked your way into radio. Yep. Perseverance. You gotta Oof. you've got to do things that are. People people must have been saying as you were working your way through yep. driving that car around, but you're not getting paid. You're not yep. making any money. Why are you doing this? What's yep. it worth? Get a job and you. Oh, I was I was with a I, I was with a girl at that time. My, my my girlfriend at the time for nearly seven years at around that stage, and she would look at me going like, "What are you doing? What's wrong with you? You yeah. this you driving a radio? We ended up breaking up because of like that was one of the main reasons, really. Right? Um, but I, I guess persistence and consistency are two things that I always tell everyone about. And that, if we're going to go back to health and your body, yeah. those two things work. Persistence, consistency. And it's amazing when we start thinking about these life lessons. And that's what this is all about, is trying to get this into our heads. And I, I mean, I always say it's, I always say to people, this show is all about me. It's all about me needing all this help. So people listen to the show and they go, oh, yeah. you do a fitness show. Yeah, it was because I need to constantly be reminded yeah, yeah. that I got to do this stuff. We, <laughs> we are greedy as radio presenters because what, what we do, and I do this on my show all the time, if we need something in our own lives, yeah. we just bring it up on the radio yeah. and we get to share it with other people who are either going through the same thing or have already gone through the same thing. And uh, I think with my health journey, I, I, I like to promote not because I want to be like, hey, look what I've done. It's just I know for a fact there are hundreds of thousands of people living here in the UAE yeah. that are either going through it or, or, or are in it, and they need that help, and they need some assistance. So to be able to give that guide and push to say, hey, this is what I tried, this is what I did. I'm not a health expert. I didn't go to college. I'm not one of these personal trainers who yeah. want to take their shirts off and show, hey, I've got the six-pack, <laughs> or you need to be in the gym six days a week and have your protein shakes and make sure. It's not that sort of feel. Yeah. It's more of the real-life sort of feel of, you know, if you want to achieve something. I came here very, I came here skinny, as in I was weighing 85 kilos, um, I was see, lean. I, did, I didn't see that Chris Fade. I was, I was. By the way, if you're wondering what you've tuned into, this is the Colin Show on Nightline. Chris Fade joining us. He's telling us about his journey. He's offering us some some lessons, life lessons that he is continuing to yeah. live. Yeah. And you know, you you can get involved by the way as well. My name's James Pikeway. If you're wondering what you're what's the uh, what's the uh, tech what's the number here, the text line number. We're gonna get to that in a minute. Okay, cool. <laughs> right. okay. Well, I was just about to give out the virgin one. That's why I didn't yeah. want to do that. Um, but so I see. I don't remember yeah. that 85 kg Chris. I came here to Dubai. Uh, it, it was, yeah, I was 85 kilos. Everything was cool. And then everyone talks about the Dubai stone, the UAE stone. Yeah. And uh, I, I did stones. It was it was huge. I, I think for probably a period of, you know, the first four years being here, I just ate my way through the city. And yeah. uh, I, I don't know if it was, I don't know why I was doing it. People say, why did you get so large? I ended up getting up to 126 kilos. From 85 kilos, wow. I went up to 126 kilos. And I had no idea I was doing it. Like, yeah. I, even my close friends, they said, I never realized you were that fat. Because yeah. we looked at each other every yeah. day, and you don't see that change, right? Yeah. And uh, I, I, I don't know why, but I was doing the morning show on, on, on Virgin. So, you know, I'd drive to work. I'd pull into, you know, Macca's drive-thru and just get bang 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 now they were still serving dinner because 
it was four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So 24-hour Maccas weren't serving breakfast. So I was doing Big Macs. And, oh, you know, I'm not saying McDonald's are bad, but I'm, what I'm saying is that... You're doing fast food. You're doing fast food at 4.30 in the morning consistently. And how many people are day. doing that? You, there was probably a line of cars in front of you. They were. They were. There was a lot of us <laughs> All doing your it. friends. There was a lot. So we would, I was doing that, and I was coming home. I was probably pulling in, like, you know, I look back at it now when I didn't even count calories. I was doing probably 6,000 calories a day, you know? Yeah. Um, and that was probably on a good day. You know, and it, it was it, it was then that I realized about probably four years into it when I was, no, actually more, five years into it when I was I was at the peak about 126 kilos, and um I went through a a divorce, yeah. and and when you go through a divorce and other people that have got that have gone through this or may be going through it, um you will know it is a it is a motivational tool, you know that you need to change something in your life because other things are changing. Mm. So then I remember looking at myself in the mirror and thinking to myself. I don't want to be this guy. I don't want to be 126 kilos, overweight, you know, just divorced, father of two. Like, oh, and depression can set in. A hundred percent. And I didn't get so much depressed. I got anxiety. Ah, and, ang- and anxiety yeah, is that's even worse. That is hell. If you if you don't know anxiety, yeah. a lot of people that don't understand anxiety, uh, they will tell you like, what's wrong with you? Just relax. Take a deep breath. You'll be fine. They have never experienced anxiety because it is completely different to hey let's take a couple of deep breaths here yeah. it takes over your life it takes over your mind so how, did, how did you manage this anxiety yep. and coming into work oh, every day man it was crazy and i remember there was a time in my life where i was working on on, on the radio and I, I i i got this fear that everything was going to collapse around me you know my, my i felt like my life was collapsing and i i had this fear of walking into the studios to do my radio show so when i used to open that door i I had this physical, I was having an anxiety attack. Wow. Walking in. No one knew. No one knew. And when I got on the radio, no one knew. I remember You just, did your thing. I mean, it's, I just did the thing. You know what we, we do? We do our shows. We do our show. <laughs> no matter what's happening, you get on yeah. there. It is, it, as they say, it's like the, uh, the movies. It's, yeah. the, the show must go on. And I remember doing this and doing this and doing this. It was for months. I ended up seeking help, talking to some people, talking to friends. And that's the biggest thing with anxiety. Don't keep it within. Yeah. Make sure you let other Which people know. Which everyone wants to do. They think that they're, you're embarrassed by it. Yeah. Do not be embarrassed by it. All right. Do not be embarrassed by going through anxiety or depression. Depression. If there's ten people in the room, five of them are going through it. I guarantee you. And other people just handle it better than you do. And that's what I realized. Mm. Everyone's going through it, but other people around you may just handle it differently. Handle that differently. So, man, I just got I got some help. Talked to people, but then the fitness thing kicked in, and that was the biggest thing for me. That was that was the biggest change in my life. Hold that thought, because we're going to come back and have okay. a chat with that. If you're wondering what you're listening to, this is the call-in show. i got Chris Fade joining me in studio. We're talking about his life journey and how he's gone from, what, 126 kgs, yep. anxiety, fears, life change, what grounded him. We're going to come back to that. And what has allowed him to continue expanding, get, and I don't mean expanding waistline, but expanding <laughs> in, in, in with your career and, and just keeps it moving up and up. I have Mr. Chris Fade joining us from virgin he's talking about his life journey he's talking about how he's gone from being the big guy to the anxiety the guy fat, the fat guy okay fat, i was being you, polite you can say fat polite. you can say fat that's good <laughs> admit that you're fat that's what i had to do we've we've been bumping around in the halls here at the raven radio network for at least 10 years yep and finally 
we get to sit down for a good a good hour and have a chat. This is the longest we've ever spoken. I like this. This is good. But I, I don't. Well, on my show, we we can only talk for a couple of minutes and we have to play a song. I like this. We just get to talk. We just talk. This is great. Great text has come through already. And if you want to get involved, you know how to do that. Uh, what's your daily routine like? What grounds you? Because um, I mean, you, I mean, you, four thirty in the morning ish. Yeah, it's listen, ground will grow. <laughs> my, my days are all different. Yeah. But one thing that I have learned over the last couple of years is time management. Um, it's it's a key, isn't it? Hundred percent. And like people, people won't respect your time, and and that's what I keep like telling the guys that that work around me is yeah. you need to respect your own time, but people around you need to respect your time. Um, you know, I've got nearly every hour of the day locked in before yeah. I know what I'm going to be doing, which I really, I really do. Thank you for finding the hour to come no, in here, man, yeah. please. I love this. this is great. But like, you know, we took a while to get this. But yeah. yeah. I, I, it's I a made, few months. Exactly. And I made sure that, you know, th- I, we knew that this was going on a yeah. couple of, you know, three or four days ago. I try to get my whole week planned. Yeah. I've got a calendar. Everything is sorted. I know what I'm doing. So you write hour. everything in, you lock it in. Yeah. Lock it in. Um, I and hate, you, and I, you respect it. I hate meetings. Okay. People always love to call meetings. Oh man. Meetings, this meetings, that I do everything I possibly can not to do it. Go into a meeting, and I have a really good solid team around me, um, like a management team that yeah. that do those sort of meetings. It's not because I I I don't oh I'm too good for a meeting. It's just that I feel like sometimes what you do in a meeting, you could achieve in a phone call or a couple of right, emails okay. like that. I feel like some people just like to have meetings. Yeah. They fill up their so entire outsource day. outsource the stuff you can outsource if, if you don't. You, well, if you can, or if you feel like you can get it done in an email or or a quick yeah. phone call, like sometimes, hey, let's meet up. Hey, you know what? I'm really busy this week. Let's get on the phone. Yeah. Ten minute phone call, you're done. You've saved yourself having a drive, fine parking. You know, it's it's easily ninety minutes of your day gone. Yeah. So I think one of the, my daily routines is, you know, I wake up about four thirty. Um, I'm out of the house by five. I'm I'm right here in these studios by about five, fifteen, five thirty. Um, we start our show by six. We've already we already know what's going on. Okay. Um, I do the radio show on Virgin till about. We get off air at ten. Uh, we stay and we do other stuff yeah. for at least another hour. Um, and then from there, I, I try to hit the gym. Uh, so I, this is the other side of it. So you got yep. a plan, yep. and then your routine is a couple hours a day if you can. Yep. The hardest every thing, day? Is it every day of the week? Uh, six days a week. Six uh, days, okay. The hardest thing for me is... I sleep late. I sleep at a, for, I sleep late for what I do. I, I sleep at about 11 o'clock, and I'm up at 4.30, so Man, I'm not on a lot of sleep, which takes a toll on your body. That's one thing. That's totally counter to what all these fitness guys would be saying. They're all talking, yep. try and get eight hours. I agree with them. You, you try to get eight hours, but having two kids at home and wanting to actually have a social life. and I'm and like not, on about five hours, 40 minutes. Uh, you, I mean, I'm tracking. So feel, I, <laughs> No, you feel it, but you oh, feel it, and the body, by the, Thursday, body, the body hurts. By Thursday night. Yeah. You the, know. The, no, totally, man. The, the body does hurt so you know i will always finish the show and then do everything i can if i go home i'll try to get a little siesta in yeah um 20 30 minutes but then having that sleep then trying to motivate myself to go back to the gym is really difficult so i've learned over the last couple of years um, i sometimes come to work in my gym gear because i know if if i'm in it it's easy like i did today i finished we had meetings till 12 30 Um, i went straight to the gym did a solid 90 minutes and then I was good. Came back, had some other work, some other meetings that I actually had to go to, ones that I couldn't avoid. Um, then the kids, I've got two beautiful girls. So uh, you carve out family time in there 100%, as well? 100%. Every, every day I try to do a solid hour. And that's an hour like solo. That's not a. That's not an hour just on the phone. So that's, put you put down the the social. Yeah, like because I know you're a big social guy I'm too. On, but too much. I'm on my, That's one thing. I'm on my phone too much. But you know what I've done with my kids now, and we we started this a couple of days ago, and I love this. I told him to put the phones down, put, yeah. the, put the TV down, get, get off YouTube. I'm going to show you a game that Dad used to play. 
And do you, do you ever play pick up sticks? Yeah. Do you know, yeah. just you yeah. drop sticks and you have to pick them up with that. You're doing that with pasta. Was that pasta? Yeah, it was pasta. <laughs> yeah, you saw it on my Insta stories. And then, then we did it with kebab sticks. So okay. we're, we're good now. Yeah. And what I love is we, we played that for a good hour. We played two games over yeah. an hour. They loved it. I come home today, instead of them running up with their phone saying, Daddy, watch this. It's, Daddy, can we play pickup sticks? I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we sat down, we had dinner on the table, and we played pickup sticks together. And it was really, really cute, you know. And I, yeah. and, and that's the sort of stuff. Um, so you make sure you have an agenda. If you, you make sure that you got a calendar. Make sure you lock things yeah. in. Eliminate the things, if you can, that you don't really need to go to. Be yeah. brutally honest with people that your time is of value, and that's yeah. everyone's got valuable time. Carve out time for the family. Yeah, 100%. Carve Even out. if it's that hour or half, you know, whatever you can do, but totally engage in it. Time management. The, the biggest thing that people tell me about, I can't go to the gym, I don't have enough time, uh, is I tell them that's absolutely, I won't use the word, you have enough time. Yeah. Everyone has enough time. You've just got to find it and give it to yourself. You know, the analogy of your car is, you know, your body's like a car, you need to look after it. I, I hear that all the time, but it, it is true, like... You may not have time to go change the tires in your car, but eventually your tires are going to go flat. And then guess what's going to happen? You instantly have to drop everything in your life, no matter what, to go get that tire changed so you can keep going. That's how the human body is. We, we, we neglect it enough mm. until that moment where the doctor says to you, hey, this is wrong with you. And then you're like, oh my gosh. You and I were talking about smoking. Yeah. Um, I smoked. I smoked for a good 10 years. Let me just remind people what they're listening to. This is the Colin Show, by the way. Chris Fade joining us in studio. My name is James Pikeway. We're we're talking about life hacks, really. How yep. to how to keep your life, you know, on the straight and narrow, so that you're healthy, you're efficient, and that you're going to be around for many, many more years to come. Chris Fade joining me, who's been through this all. He's he's walked this path. We're we're learning from his lessons, and you're, you're continuing to learn every day. Uh, every day we learn. Every day we learn something. We um, were talking smoking though, as you not, said. Listen, I know how good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, Ramadan is what tomorrow yes. you're gonna have to cut back anyway. For smokers, I understand how good the feeling is. I understand what you enjoy from it. Were you were you a heavy smoker? I wasn't heavy. Uh, One or two a day? No more. Than oh, that, okay. Like ten. Okay. When I was younger, yeah, ten to fifteen a day. If I'd go out at night, you do a whole packet, you know. So I understand how good it is. And I, and I was just giving you, I was just telling you this, that when I went and got a health checkup about a month ago, the doctor's got this ultrasound machine around my neck just checking all the arteries and all that. And he says to me, oh, you, you don't smoke, do you? And I said, no, I don't. How do you know that? Oh, I can tell, I can tell by, you know, by the arteries and how everything's looking inside. And I thought to myself, well, that's really scary because you're telling me that if I'm, if I'm smoking, yeah. you know that's going on. Like that, there might, it is physically doing something to your body. So how did it feel when you kicked the habit? It was so hard and yeah. it was difficult. And, and again, what, persistence, you got to put it out there, let people know you're doing it, but I, no, I didn't tell that. Oh that, no, this is, the, so this wasn't during your, when you're going through all the, it, you know, well, when I was going through the divorce, I had never smoked stuff. as much okay. as I possibly, really? I smoked a lot, but it was after that, that I said to myself, I got to stop this because yeah. I was doing a pack a day and, um, I didn't tell anyone that I was going to quit. That was one thing because I didn't want to have that pressure of telling people. And I feel like if you tell people you're going to quit, then guess what? Then you feel like this pressure that's already on you. So I didn't tell anyone. And I also kept a pack of cigarettes at my desk at work in the office. Right. And I just told myself, if I want one, I can have one. But I said, let's just try every day not to have one. And then 
one day, two day, and I started playing a game with myself. <laughs> I'm going to try to get to ten days. Yeah. I'm going to try to get to twenty days. Oh, I'm gonna, and, and eventually it was like, yeah, three months. I haven't had one. And do I still feel like some one? Sometimes I do. Um, and I remember I had one. I've, I haven't had a cigarette. Like I haven't been a smoker for five years. But two New Year's Eves ago, I had one, and I didn't like it. And That's I was like, good. good. I don't like it, you know. Yeah. But um, if you, th- that is one big thing, and that that is a you do not want to get to the point where you've got the flat tire, and now someone's telling you. You got to do it now. Yeah. Do it before that happens. You know that that that's the big thing that I realized. Chris Bay joining us here on the Colin Show. We're talking about how uh, life hacks, in a sense, yep. how to keep your life sort of on on the straight and narrow. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about this fitness stuff, but I want to talk about the fade fit okay, angle cool. of all this and awesome. and how you've taken it not just simply your own personal fitness regime, okay. but how you're reaching out to the entire community. Let's do it. This is the Colin Show. It's the Colin Show. We've got Chris Fade joining us in studio. He's walking us through his life story, in a sense, and how you've gone from one spectrum or one place on the spectrum with weight and anxiety and, and life goals to another place on the spectrum. And you've really applied so many things that we keep hearing from people. Keep, keep yourself, uh, get a schedule, yep. follow it. Be persistent yep. to, and again, that comes back to the schedule, following that schedule. Consistent. Get active. Being being consistent, being uh, I got this tattooed on my right shoulder. Patience. There we go. Being patient. Being hard on yourself. That's one. Being honest with yourself. Hundred percent. Like just just knowing what is. Being hard on yourself, but not too hard. I feel like yeah. a lot of us are really hard on ourselves well, a lot. You you got a, an Instagram message yep. from someone who says, "Hey, you're so inspiring." Yep. But I still haven't got my own self figured out. And that's fine. It, like totally, that's it, you're okay. But just okay, set a goal. What's yeah. the goal? And you know, I always say, and, and you you've been there, so you you get this. And we're gonna come back right now and, and start talking about some of this fitness stuff that cool. you've actually kicked off. But cool. and that's all about setting goals that you can attain on not just a, a, a yearly basis or a monthly basis, but on a, a daily basis, on an hourly basis. Yeah, like some of it's so cliche, but some of it's some of it is works. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of people that I that I, that you see on Instagram or you see other people like I'm reading this book right now. I'm it's like <laughs> I, dude, I don't need to know what you're reading because you're a yeah. lot of these people they, they want to pretend that they're they're these inspiring people like I don't need to see that I don't want to know what book you're reading great you read the Richard Branson book about how to be a a million good on you yeah like it there's lots of good stuff there a hundred percent I'm not saying don't read it but what I'm saying is like there's a lot of people now especially with social network who who just want to put it up like oh look what I'm doing yeah you know I'm achieving this yeah but in in the real life it's not happening so with, with what I like to do is I don't like to put what I'm doing or what I'm trying to do in front of people until it's done. Right. So how did, how did the fade fit fitness stuff come in? Because you, I mean, I, I started noticing this, was it, is it two years now? About two, no, about three years three ago. Years. I, it's when I dropped the weight. So I dropped tw- like 28, yeah, 30, 30, 30 close KGs. to 30 kilos, yeah. right? Yeah. Close to 30 kilos. How did I do it? Um, I went from eating about 6,000 calories a day, if not more, you, you know that's that's what Michael Phelps was eating when he's in Olympic training. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's swimming about 900 <laughs> kilometers a day. So I was eating that and doing nothing. Yeah. Um, 
I, I went down to 1,600 calories a day wow. for the first six months. Wow. Um, and I was training five days a week at that time. And when you're overweight, you lose weight quickly. Yeah. So I lost 15 kilos in about six months. That was not hard to do. 80% of the deal is just calories. Yeah. And then the, the, the rest of the 15, they were the killers. That took the year and a half. That was just, again, persistence, consistency, yeah. uh, really being strict to myself, going out to restaurants, sometimes taking my own food, really, really sticking to it. Yeah. I, I was divorced. I, I wanted to be back in the game. I wanted, yeah. to, I wanted to get back in there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't want to be this overweight dude. So well, then you got, you got folks who are, who are texting through saying okay what how did you do it and this is this is essentially the game 100 percent. Right? just 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 there is no you're an ordinary way. guy you've you've got all the same things going on that everyone's got you know yeah. work issues and you yeah. know relationship issues you got family and you're you know you're the, you're the hardest stuff the hardest thing for me is the the waking up when you wake up early yeah as we do in the morning to do a morning breakfast show on on virgin radio you you it takes it out of it. You feel jet lagged 24-7. Your whole life is like you're jet lagged. If you talk to anyone that does morning radio, talk to Malcolm and the guys mm-hmm. here in the they will say, yep, we feel jet lagged. So that was the, that's the hardest thing for me. When I'm on holidays, I train like a beast because <laughs> I've got this energy that I'm like, yeah. hey, it's one o'clock in the afternoon and I don't feel like I'm going to pass out now. I can do this. Yeah. So the fate fit came up where it, I was, whenever I was at the gym, or doing whatever I do, I, I just started my own hashtag for me. Uh-huh. It was just Fade Fit. Yeah. Like it was me, Chris Fade getting fit. And I did that because I wanted to keep my own track record of my weight loss, right? Yeah. And it's a little accountability too. You're putting yourself out 100%. there. 100%. And with my followers on social, like I've got, you know, I've got close to probably 300, 400,000 people that follow me across my, net, my social platform. So I wanted to put it out there because yeah. I wanted to be accountable for it. And, um, I, I, I remember it was probably about six months in, I searched the hashtag FadeFit, F-A-D-E-F-I-T, and there were like 400 photos up there. And I'm like, oh. I only put up 10. <laughs> what, what, what's going on? <laughs> I realized other people that were training and going yeah. to the gym were using the hashtag FadeFit. Awesome. And I love that. And they started, Were they following your routines? Yeah, well, they weren't. They were just sending me saying, hey, Chris, I've seen what you're doing. You've inspired me. I'm going. Chris, what's your advice? How did you lose it? And then what I started doing, I was like, I became like this fitness guy. And I'm not a, I wasn't, I'm not a. I mean, you're, you're a guy who goes and works out, but you're not, you're not a trainer. No, not at all. But I was sitting there on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, inboxing people about what I've been doing. And at the end saying, Hey, I'm not a professional. This is just what I've done, you know? And, um. So what I about a year later, I was getting that many messages a day, and it was getting too too hard to handle. I I created a Fade Fit seminar, and basically I teamed up with with some companies around the country. Uh, it, it, then it was uh, it was Reebok, uh, Vitain C, an energy drink that I work with, and um, and the UFC gym. And I said to the guys, "Will you guys kick in some cash? Because what I want to do is I want to set up a free seminar." For the UAE. I love that word, free. And it was, and that's all we did. So these guys all kicked in a bit of cash. Yeah. We went down to the Western. We had a beautiful day where we had nutritionists, um, fitness experts, uh, people who were just motivated, like um, people that was, they just had an amazing story to tell. Yeah. And myself. And we got up there and we got up on stage and just really told our story. We had about 500 people. We actually had 2,500 people register for this. Wow. And I could only hold 500. So we had 500 people come down all different ages, all different nationalities, people who were overweight, people who were fit, mums, dads, everyone was there. By the end of it, they were in, a lot of people were in tears. 
They were hearing these emotional stories yeah. from people. They were hearing my stories. They were getting motivated. From that moment, I know for a fact out of those 500, 100 people of those guys, because I still hear from them, changed their life. That was that. Really? Yeah, and that's where the Fade Fit sort of came from. It wasn't, I didn't, I didn't create it because I was like, I'm going to create this. I want it to be me. It, it, they created it. Almost and an organic. It an was, organic. and it was amazing. And we then did another one. We did Fade Fit 2 about six months later. This was about six months ago again. Yeah. Just come to the gym and train for free. We, we got all the instructors to come down from the UFC gym. And it was, again, it's the, the hardest thing for people to get into the gym is they're intimidated. Yeah. Why are they intimidated? Because if you're overweight or you're unfit, the last thing you want to do is be around fit people. You see on Instagram all these bodies of guys with six packs of muscles and oiled up and they've yeah. got the right lighting and they're probably on all these substances <laughs> that are making them do that, yeah. which is something that I realized. It took me a while to realize that all the, a lot well, of this guys... This is the other problem, isn't it? When you when you start looking at the socials and you start seeing these people and you kind of go, I want to look like him. And you I want to look like her. It's impossible. It is impossible. Yeah. And a lot of these guys that you see on social network, which I've realized, uh, are on different... On, on illegal substances, really. Yeah. That's what's going on. And so you've got to really just tell yourself, the way that I wanted Fade Fit to be was, this is not a, hey, let's go to the gym, we're working out, we want... It was more like, hey, you want that change in your life. You don't have to be a fitness freak. Let's just get you in it slowly. Let's get you to become addicted to it because you will become addicted yeah. when you start going. And I know you went through your own yeah, health, you know, the diet, and you were training every day. Yeah. Like when you missed a couple of days of training... James, don't tell me your mind wasn't going, oh, I should go to the gym. I need to go to the gym. What's so, so, you know, I'll, I'll interrupt and just go on, on to the James story for just a, just a second. Please, I don't want to please. interrupt it. No. The, by, the, by the way, Chris Fade joining us here on the show. It's the Colin Show. We're talking about your health and fitness. Is uh, I, I'm, I'm really keen on doing the Standard Charter Marathon again, and I want to go faster. Okay. And so I'm not officially training for the Dubai Standard Charter Marathon, but I'm unofficially training a year in advance because I want to build up Good the cardio. That is amazing. And the thing is, I, I've kind of scheduled in that I run three days a week. And so I do about 40Ks in total in a, in a week. But if I miss the day when I say I'm going to do it, feel guilty for the whole day and it's like all i'm thinking is when am i gonna make up that day and how am i gonna make up that uh, day no. it's terrible right and, and that feeling i had that feeling yesterday and i didn't go and i said it on my insta stories where i was like i feel like i've got the one guy next to me going go to the gym chris yeah, just wake yeah. up go to the gym the other guy going just stay in bed bro you've, you've had a long day and that guy won yesterday and i felt guilty so what did i do this morning i wore my gym clothes to work straight after the after work i went straight to the gym you yeah. know and so that's what it is you just don't want to be tough on yourself you don't want to be hard and, it, and it's it's an enjoyable journey once you get in on it once you get into that routine routine is everything for me i love routine some people can't stand routine yeah. i love routine routine is what well, it's kind of what me. we do here right too or yep. now this is the uh, an interesting point because we also had this one coming in the studio and you talk about even with our routines yep. we have these ups and downs so yep. you know i mean my weight fluctuates 100%. i go up and down a bit and it bugs the heck out of me i mean in fact i don't step on the scale anymore so you know what either do i i just look in the mirror I'm, and i'm all i'm looking at is i got these love handles here nope there we go. we're okay the yep. pants are still fitting perfect yep and that's it that's exactly 100 <laughs> like i don't step on a scale now but i was just telling you off the radio um 
beginning of the new year i was we were i was busy i yeah. i had the opportunity of i, I host the oscars for oh, man. the I osn network i don't even know if we're gonna have a chance to talk about that that's just too it, awesome which is amazing <laughs> like go go to la did the oscars yeah. and we had to go i had to go to another trip for work not that i had to these are amazing opportunities <laughs> that i get to do for work well, you were, right you're at euro disney man i know <laughs> disneyland paris a couple of weeks ago so you're doing all this stuff and the hardest thing is to keep that routine going yeah. and so i did I let it go a little bit. From going to training five to six days a week, I was training one day a week, oh, and I was eating not the normal food that I ate. Yeah. And my, I've got a really slow metabolism. So as a doctor told me, I've got, you've got the ta- metabolism of about a 55-year-old. I said, great, I'm 37. Like, this is where I'm at, but that's cool. So he, the, the, I put on the four kilos. And instantly I felt it. Like, I knew yeah. I put the four kilos yeah. on. Shirts sure, don't fit the same. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. you know, you got people telling you. Like, And yeah. that that's the thing that I was talking about on my radio show is, like, I'll, I'd be at the gym and I'd have these guys coming up to me going, oh, Chris, you put on some weight. I'm like, <laughs> bro, am I, am I not at the gym? Do you think I don't know that? And I would be hard on a couple of these guys because yeah. we, we they didn't we didn't really know each other. They knew they knew me from the radio, and sure. I'm I'm, I'm always, I love being approached. I love taking people. It's part of the job. I love it. It's yeah. it's my favorite part of it, right? But we I remember I just this was only like two weeks ago. I just finished this great workout. I felt so good about myself, and I know that I was four kilos overweight. Got a little bit of that belly gut going on, and uh, the guy came up and he's like, "Yo, you uh you got a bit fat there around the stomach." I said, "Bro, I don't know you." <laughs> I said, I don't know you, do I? I Man. said, you don't, don't come up to someone and just say that because you never know what's going on around there in their yeah, life. Yeah. You, know? you don't know what's going on on their life. You know, they could be having this issue or a health issue. And I told him straight, I said, I've actually got a bit of a, 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 a thyroid problem, right? My thyroid's not running the right way. And so that's what slows my metabolism yeah. down. And I said, but man, I'm in the gym going as hard as I can. And that's what you want to do. I'm always about motivating people. Yeah. Like if you're in the gym, you're already you're already doing the, the, the biggest step of your life is to get inside that gym or get on that running track or go for a walk. Yeah. That's the hardest thing. So once someone's in the process, don't bring them down. Exactly. Take them up. Got to be positive. 100%. Chris Fade joining us here in the studio. It's Colin Show on Nightline. My name's James Pikeway. We're going to talk about your latest venture, oh. and that's food. That's coming up next. It's fun. Chris Fade joining us in studio. We've been talking about his life journey. It's like, uh, it's kind of cool. Is I mean, it boring? Is that, it boring? But, you know, it, it's just, you're the ordinary guy. Yeah, man. You're the same guy that's got the same things going on that everyone who's sitting in their cars going from here to there has got some variation of what you've got going on, going on. Yeah. And I just, you know, yeah, that's it. A hundred percent. Like, I mean, I, I, I tell people, I think some people think like, they don't know what happens or, you know, when did you come here? So I came here 10 years ago with, with about 9,000 dirhams in my pocket. Yeah. You know, that was it. That's all I had to my name. I was 20, uh, 26 years old and that was it. Like, I mean, and just persistence of, I wanted, I knew what I wanted. Yeah. Never really thought it's going to happen. Even now, I don't know if it's going to happen. Do you ever pinch yourself? Just say, I can't believe that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sometimes when, when, when you're doing something and I just think to myself, all right, this is a moment. This is a moment. Like when, you know. I'm sitting, I don't know, I'm sitting there with Will Smith, you know, yeah. <laughs> just on a seat in the back of a theater at, at Deera City Center, no joke, just me and Will Smith, I'm sitting with him for like 15 minutes, and I'm trying to do everything I can to keep the conversation going, because I'm in my back of my head, I'm like, I got Will Smith here. I can't believe I'm just sitting with Will Smith. I got... The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is I, sitting beside me. I've got Jean-Claude Van Damme who messages me on WhatsApp on a monthly basis. That's awesome. And I just think to myself, wow. What the, who am I? 
Yeah. How am I? How do I have Jean-Claude Van Damme messaging me? Yeah. You know? And they're the pinch pinch myself moments where I just go, it's crazy. But I, I for me, I haven't, I don't know, for me, I haven't, I've, I know that I've achieved some good things, but I haven't yeah. achieved what I've wanted to achieve. You, you, what do you want to achieve? I don't know yet. You don't know yet. I just yet. want to keep going. So let's let's jump right into this because this is another thing that you've done. You've got you've got children, and yep. you have come out with a, a line of healthy kid snacks. I, what, what what what's going? I mean, this fits right in with your diet issues that you were talking about, yep. and, and just opportunities for me as a parent and this is how it we developed this actually on my radio show which was really amazing I remember hearing you talk about because we had the we had the we had the uae listen in and, and help out with this i was going shopping uh for, for my kids and and every time i'd go shopping to get their kids snacks just something for school and i had two options one was the really unhealthy sugary sort of version which yeah. were cheap like yeah. l- low price yeah, yeah you could get a snack for a dirham yeah um or then the healthier options they were they were kicking in about 13, 14 dirhams each, some 12 dirhams each, and I was, I got two kids, five days a week. I was, I was, I was kicking in like, you know, two to 250 dirhams, you yeah. know, a week just for these little, honestly, really little snacks. Yeah. And I thought to myself, why don't we have another option here? And I created this with the UAE on my radio show and asked them the flavor and if if they they felt the same. They said, you know what, Chris, yeah. we feel the same thing. So we uh. I teamed up with a company called Munchbox, who were already yeah, yeah, doing sure. snacks. They called in and they said, "Hey, we're ready to develop this with you." So we sat down for you know nearly a month. We developed it. We came up with it. I tested the flavors. I had to throw in a, a bit of cash. It was all my investment. Um, and we develop these little babies now, which are called Fate Fit Kids, and they're 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 available in selected car four stores now across the UAE. You I mean, can, they sold out Murdoff. I was I was over there the other man, day. And there was none there. We just got I was a, looking for them. It's it blew my mind. Again, you, when you do something like this, when you put your name to like a kid yeah. snack, for example, you uh, ang- talking about anxiety, some of it comes in a little bit because you think to yourself, is anyone going to actually want this? And yeah. we, we sat down two days ago for our first sort of monthly meeting. We've only been out for a month. We sold 20,000 of these things. Okay, hold that thought for just a second because we've got, uh, I hope, Abdullah okay. is still joining us on the line. We've been talking away. I, Abdullah, I know you're there. Apologize for keeping you on hold. Uh, welcome to the program. Thank you. No, that's all right. Don't worry about it. Hey, so, uh, you, want, you wanted to ask Chris about his time management skills. That is true, yeah. Because uh, I've been going through certain circumstances. Uh, I had a really good body before, and it's really hard when you have a perfect body and you lose it. Yeah, it's man. It's more harder if you have, like, a bad, in your bad shape. That's right. Yeah. Uh, but when you reach to the perfect body and you lose it, that's very hard. To you, it's when you look down your old photos and you see what you reached, and you just lost it. Because so, so Abdullah, are you just not going to the gym now, or what's what's going on in your life? Yeah, I'm going back to the gym, but my problem is the time. I work and uh, study at the same time, and I'm a married guy. I'm a married guy. Okay. I woke up at 5 a.m., reach uh, home at 10 p.m. I have only about like two hours to do my project assignment. Right. And I have to sit with my family, so I don't really have okay. uh, that time. First thing is, when you have a really good body, and I want to say that I did have a really good body at some stage. <laughs> as in, like, six-pack, shoulders, everything. No you know, I had it all. And okay. to achieve that was so difficult and not fun. And what I've realized, and it's taken me a while, Abdullah, and you need to realize this, 
It's not, uh-huh. a, it's not about having the perfect body, bro, or going back to the body that you had. It's about being a healthy, internally healthy, and just just feeling good about yourself. So now when I'm training at the gym, for example, and I've got all these big boys around me with their cuts and their and they're lifting and they're, and they're beefed up and their whole life, is, they're carrying their food around with them and I can only have these macros. I've realized now, okay, I'm not going to be that, but what I am going to be is someone that's happy, healthy, and just happy with themselves, man. So I know that time management's really hard for you, bro. All you got to do is is select three days a week and you do have an hour that you just you commit to yourself. One of the biggest things for me was uh, when, it, when it is time, doing those CrossFit or DUT classes where you smash yourself for 30 to 45 minutes, you just get it done and then you get out. And you, you need that. You do, Abdullah, you have that hour somewhere in your day. All right? I know you do. It's somewhere there. Sure, I do, yeah. You, you, right? know, you know, you've got to follow Chris's plan and you've got to take your schedule for the week and put all of your items in the schedule. Yeah. And then Definitely you'll actually yeah. see where it is. Make sure you're scheduling the family time too, though. 100%. You don't, want to, you don't want to let that drop, bro. But, like, just don't be so hard on yourself. I keep telling people, don't be so hard on yourself. We are the first. We ourselves criticize ourselves the most. That's what we do as, as a human. Our mind damages ourselves. And it's about telling yourself, you know what, Abdullah, I'm doing a good job today. I'm working. I've got a wife that I'm supporting. I'm looking after my family. I'm doing, like, you know what, I'm doing well. Hey, I'm going to go do 30 minutes today. That's it. But don't don't worry about having that. Uh, you, how old are you now, Abdullah? I'm 28. 28. Yeah. And and so when you say you had you had the good body, how old were you? I was like uh, 25. Yeah, bro. I mean, All like, right. and you're different. You get older. You get more commitments. I was just talking to my mates who were 26. He's at the gym, and I said to him, bro, just wait till you hit the ages of 30, 35. <laughs> Your body's gonna change. What do you mean? I said I could go to the gym for for four days and come back with a six pack. Now four years, I still don't have that six pack. That is true. It's, it's just because of how much I it like yeah. it. Yeah, just don't stress. Enjoy it, man. Enjoy the journey. Just just be healthy and enjoy the journey. Abdel, I'm going to let you go, but thanks for calling, man. Have a great night. Same to you. Thanks. Bye. Thanks, bro. Man, it's, it's simple. Yep. Follow the plan. Yep. Don't be too hard on yourself. Be cool, yeah. Just relax. You've got. I want to jump back to the fade fit food thing here. You've so, got- yeah, we sold 20,000 of these little babies. Um, and That's pretty amazing. Literally, we created a snack which has... Five ingredients in them. There's yeah. no sugar added. There's no preservatives. There's no peanuts. They're safe for schools. It's made mainly from dates, which is great for Ramadan coming up, um, and date syrup and a little bit of cocoa powder. Wow. And uh, they're now available. Big shout-out to Carrefour because they, they jumped on and said, you know what, we want to support this. And they put me in their five biggest stores, wow. which is not easy for a brand-new company to no. do. Um, the guys from Munchbox have been amazing. You can order them to your doorstep right now, fadefit.com. I'm giving them a hit because, um, honestly, and the, the best thing about these, James. I love are, the size. I, can I tell you what, though? Yeah. Adults. Are eating them. People that don't even have kids, they feel embarrassed. They're like, Chris, I just bought a box and I went through them in the week. I'm like, dude, that's okay. They're, they're, they're marketed towards the sort of the kids. Yeah. But guess what? I'm dumping one of these before I go to the gym. Yeah. Um, I'd love you guys. I don't know if you've tasted them. I've brought you some. I want you to taste them. But um, if you want to follow us on Instagram, it's Fade, uh, Fade Fit UAE. Fade Fit UAE. Get on the journey with us. We, we're all about just having fun. It's a community. It is It is a place where you can come in. If you've got any questions, inbox them. I do try to reply to as many as I possibly can on my personal account as well, which is just Chris Fade, K-R-I-S-F-A-D-E. When's your, when's your next seminar? You got another one lined up? 
Coming soon. We do. I think after Ramadan, we're going to yeah. try to to try to get one out again. Just another fade fit, just to get it, everyone back into it after Ramadan. And you know, obviously, for, with Ramadan upon us, guys, if you're fasting and you are training at the same time, you are twice as better than me. So well done and, and congratulations in advance. Hey, Chris, I really appreciate you coming out. It's been a lot of fun. This is that's uh, it. Wait, that's it. That we're, was a whole hour. That's an hour, that, man. That hour felt like ten minutes. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> You know what? I, I look forward to doing this again before it's 10 years on. <laughs> well, you know what? We're going to do it. I wanted, I want, now that you've given me a little taste of it. Yeah. Talk radio. It's awesome, isn't it? Virgin's got to watch out. I, I might be jumping the ship here. You and Malcolm. Oh, oh can you imagine? That, could, oh, that, that be, could work. That would be an interesting that show. That could work. Hey, Chris, again, thank you very much. Give us, uh, where do we find you guys? Fade, uh, Fade, Fade Fit UAE. That's Fade Fit UAE. Or just get me on Instagram, which is uh, Chris Fade. There we go. It's that simple. Chris Fade been joining us today, this evening, talking about what's going on in the wild and wacky world of Chris Fade. How to how to keep yourself on the straight and narrow. That is, keep fit, keep your mind focused, and manage your time. Put it all together, you can succeed at anything. Chris has demonstrated that it is possible. Dream and dream big. Chris, we'll do it all again real soon. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Doctor.